Freedom to fly? Another way of saying freedom to run. And so it goes with the crew of the experimental starship Void Jammer. And the clock never stops ticking. Unpaid bills, old enemies, and a rifle crew nip at their heels as they strike out for the Beskari. Friday, Saren, Relora, and Ballad know that when work comes calling, you grit your teeth and bear it. Sometimes simple folk don't live simple lives, and these former cargo haulers turned merchant smugglers will discover just how complicated their future stands to be as they enter a dangerous game. No rules, no time, no guarantee of safety. Just another day on the job, far beyond the stars. I have a confession to make. Oh, no. It's a very mild confession. Did we get it Um, What? No. (laughs) You don't know. Why would I? That would would be, I would be presenting you levels with a great deal of jubilation if you would gain the level. I thought it was more more of a, I forgot to give you this level last episode, so I have a confession to make. (laughs) No, you, uh, you don't get it yet. You're, I will say you're getting close. You are getting close to level three, but you are not there yet. You must wait. You mean level four? Whatever. (laughs) 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 Is it level four? Wow. Yeah. All right. Okay. So this actually ties into my uh, confession. Um, I've worked a lot of jobs in my years and have seen how various groups of people party. Um, Mortgage loan officers party the hardest. They party too hard. Mm. Academics don't party at all. Uh, they're very boring, very conservative. They keep things straight laced. I went to a party <laughs> with Stephen's coworkers last night, and Heidi, you may already know this, but I think therapists party too hard. Hmm. Do we? They absolutely <laughs> do. Huh. <laughs> I guess I don't party, so <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say Heidi's the wrong person to, <laughs> to talk to about that. <laughs> I'm just letting you know that at the very least, your Maryland compatriots had a lot of steam to blow off last night. Oh, I believe that. <laughs> which they did, which with aplomb, it was a lot of fun. And I, I am hungover as fuck, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this kind of fun. So we will see how I, we will see how this goes today. I might be a little loosey-goosey and mildly forgetful Uh-oh. of facts or things that we have previously established on this show, and I will require <laughs> the four of you to gently, sweetly, kindly remind me. Oh, I'm 100% leaving this in the edit. But I, that's why I waited until after we started recording to talk about it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> she knows I, you so well. I figured this would be a confession we would want to preserve for posterity, and I also want to explain to our audience why I seem something today. <laughs> did you eat some morning potatoes? I did. I had hash browns. They oh, were delicious. Um, I had hash browns. Here. I made myself a breakfast sandwich. It was greasy. It had egg and cheese and bread in it. Um, I've had some coffee, which has woken me up a little bit. And and I'm mostly doing fine. I took some ibuprofen. I'm mostly fine. I just also... Woof. (laughs) I wouldn't... Because I would not want you, like, 
mid suffering to just power through it. <laughs> so. Thanks, Jess. <laughs> You're a I, beautiful angel, and that means a lot coming from you because you consistently power through a lot of physical pain just to be here. I I'm a different person. For me, I don't care. For other people, I care. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, friend. <laughs> I appreciate you. Know how you. it is. <laughs> um, especially because I know all too well the pains of hangover. I very nearly went there myself when uh, Logan and I were at Fanime um, with some other folks, and we went out on Friday uh-huh. and we're drinking, and I blacked out. So I don't know how much I had Dude. in the end. But <laughs> I do know that Clay loves to buy me, Logan's husband loves to buy me drinks. So <laughs> sure he does. <laughs> well, everyone, not just me. He was who, he like, who wouldn't? <laughs> he buys people drinks. He He's like, he's one of those people. It's great. Aww. I love him for it. We had not eaten like all day. So... I blacked out and Ooh. yeah, no, I, I know the feeling of hangover too well. It's in my memory because of that. <laughs> it's so a see recent the occurrence. That, if, you, if you're drinking, the, the drink just magically shows up in your hand. You don't even yes. notice it. <gasps> yes. Oh, those are dangerous. I had a coworker <laughs> like that. And it was, I'd be talking and I would swear that I like, I drank it, but there'd always be a full cup in my hand. Mm-hmm. And so I just keep talking because I'm so, you know, social butterflies like, Dang, I'm not making any headway. And it wasn't until later where I think it was a work Christmas party. Somebody's like, um, Angel, you know, Carolyn has just been handing you drinks when you're like running low. It's like, oh, I haven't noticed. How many times has she done that? And they were like, um, I don't know, maybe 12. I was like, um, okay, well. Oh, my oh no. God. <laughs> okay, well, that's going to be an interesting rest of the night. <laughs> <laughs> Yikes. Uh, and now and now actually I'm just thinking about on Monday, Jess, when I sent you that reminder message about like the episode and your reaction, and you're just like, now I just imagined a super hungover Jess getting that message, and I feel so bad. <laughs> Fortunately, we hadn't had any alcohol. I mean, we basically we had a little hair of the dog the next morning, but this was Friday night that we got. Okay. Like everyone was a little hungover the next morning. I was definitely probably the worst off because I Mm -hmm. overdo it every time. But um, well, and then Clay presses more drinks into your hands. And what are you supposed to do? Not drink it? it? Right. And I don't know when that started and stopped. Like, I don't know what the let, like, where, because I don't remember. So (laughs) I remember certain bits and pieces, but I don't remember when I got drinks or from whom or what. Yeah. So, um, (laughs) <laughs> but luckily by by monday i was recovered i was just fucking worn out from walking around all all the time <laughs> for three days when i have not been outside my house for years mm-hmm. so <laughs> an endurance an endurance competition how was fanny exactly. other than party partying down with clay <laughs> good old clay and logan anyways i didn't i got us off the rails with that anecdote sorry <laughs> it's it's all good. I I appreciate uh, the empathy for my pain, and uh, I am going to do. I hereby resolve to do better by my thirty-one-year-old body, and not treat it like it's twenty-two anymore, because as it likes to remind me, it is not. Every so often, my liver it's okay. is thirty-one now, and it would like me to be a reasonable person about that. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I've I've heard you say that in some way, safe or form every time. This is 
I'm sure I'll say it again. (laughs) This will probably keep coming up. But anyway. It sticks in your mind for a little bit and then it goes away again. Believe me, I know it too well. (laughs) It's like childbirth. (laughs) (laughs) That's a weird comparison, but sure. Well, I just remember hearing how like, you know, folks, folks with uteruses, uh, that the, that the, the pain of childbirth is, is, is quite a bit, but then your body helps you forget about it so that you may be willing to undertake it again someday. Interesting. Because otherwise you'd <laughs> be like, of, no. Otherwise never. no one would have more than yeah. one baby. I've heard that. Like, yeah. no, no gestating, no gestation capable human would have more than one child if they were able to remember what <laughs> exactly what it's like. That Oh my God. That just makes me think of the fact that like my sister broke my mom's tailbone so yeah shit like that (laughs) yeah shocking that i was like it's weird that you then planned for me you know (laughs) yeah do you think she do you think your mom would have had you if she remembered that process accurately (laughs) yeah let's go round two baby i'm tough as round two i'm ready (laughs) the the reproductive cycle is so insidious that way Oh, uh, anyway, so that's why that's why that came to mind. So it's just another just another process of my brain making me forget about the pain. Uh, anyway, but for a much Absolutely. less like much less a much different uh, process. Anyway, um, we we are gathered here today, dearly <laughs> beloved, <laughs> to play Starfinder some more. Which I think is rad and super cool of us, and we're gonna have a really good time. Um, let's see what happened on the previous episode. I may need some assistance recalling oh, these details notes. accurately. Yes, here. please get we, up your thirst notes. Um, so oh, previously, I took a lot of notes last last time. Bless um, you, Heidi. Blessed are you among Starfinder PCs. <laughs> please continue. <laughs> We started in the midst of crisis. The ship has been taken over by nanites and is hurtling towards the Horsehead orb- Orbital Plateau to enter the devious clutches of a lean Resora. Mm-hmm. Friday, Ballad and Relora fight a HAC program gone wrong. Ballad kill mm-hmm. Karthak's evil twin and Relora shut down the holograph. Sounds right. Meanwhile, Saren ran from the tech workshop to the turret and managed to use a backdoor to restore power and control to the engineering bay. After which, she returned to engineering and shut down the drift engine. Friday finds the drift defrexes in the hold with the room depressurized and worked on closing the doors. Relora headed headed to the workshop, or the tech workshop, to try and find out about the nanites. And Saren investigated the cameras and speculated that there was something almost like an AI that seemed to be making changes to the ship's computer behind the scenes. Thank you, Heidi. Hero point. <gasps> Taking taking such copious notes and repeating them back to me in such a succinct and understandable style. And I do believe that is everything that happened last episode. You're a dream. And I'm glad you're here. I'm I'm glad I could help. (laughs) I'm going to be trying to do more of that. Like, I'm just, I'm going to be trying to do more of that as we move forward. I love that. Good call. Good call. (laughs) Indeed. Okay, well, um, with that knowledge, what do y'all want to do? What are your next steps? I can't remember. Have you even, you dropped out of the drift. Have you reset course for where you were originally going? I don't think, I don't think we, we did. did. It was. I think I, we ended on the AI 
Yeah, it mm-hmm. was one of those cliffhanger things like, what? I'm looking at my character conditions notes. It says, in Astrozoan form, navigating the bowels of the ship. I'm That's still right. Damaged. You were doing sort of like a full systems check before you yeah. before you we're head back into Level the 10 diagnostic. Fabulous. Okay. You're, you've, you have come to a stop. You are still in the drift. You're doing diagnostics. And... Uh, Saren is investigating some suspicious goings on in the computer, mumbling to yourself, and then Ballad uh, hears some stuff that makes them really uncomfortable, puts them very much uncomfortably in mind of their own origin. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> You remember that uh, you were flirting slash other stuff with a half-elf named Jarris Corrin, who told you that he was both a bioengineer and an AI programming specialist. That's right. Which, at the time, struck you as kind of weird, but you had other stuff going on, so you sort of breezed right by it. You'll also remember you have this man's comm ID. He is on Ballad's bang comm. I sure do. I sure do. (laughs) Ballad's a little Um, at a loss. (laughs) You would also know that among the things you stole from uh, the Project Oliphant facility, you downloaded a complete copy of their personnel records as well. Oh, okay. I want to go poke around. I mean, I probably need help. So I think... Ballad's gonna go find Ballad is gonna go find um, Miss Fanny or uh, Saren. <laughs> God, my brain just blanked. <laughs> Miss Fanny or Saren. <laughs> Whoever I stumble upon first. I wonder, actually, where did I leave off on the ship? I don't have roll 20 open. What is wrong with me today? I'm more hungover in spirit than you are. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I at least had to try to get my act together a little bit by 1.30. <laughs> what in the heck? You're still, you're, it's still morning over there. It's fine. That's um, true. Thank you for being forgiving. I did just wake up. So. <laughs> I wonder if there's a way to do a random like roll. I'm going to see where I'm at. I'm going to do a roll. All right. Roll. Let me see. Roll 15. Two. Okay. Let me see what I'm under. Okay. Number two is the Arcane Laboratory. So I'm probably like oozing up ahead in the pipes <laughs> and the Joanna's tubes. Ew. Is that what we call them? I know they weren't Jeffrey tubes. We, we did. We called else. it something. Or maybe it was either like, I don't remember, but I think it's funny if we just have a different one every time. Joanna's tubes is fun. <laughs> <laughs> Joanna's tubes is great. <laughs> it's got just a different J name every, yeah. every time. <laughs> Next time it's Next the time Jane tubes. Be- yeah, the jade tubes, the Jorgen tubes, the <laughs> Jorgen, <laughs> the um, hobby tubes, the Jorge tubes, the uh, <laughs> Jose. <laughs> um, okay, so <clears throat> Ballad is just walking sort of purposefully. Like, she was near the cargo hold still because that was the last place she had gotten to. So she about faces with like kind of a cold sweat down her back and is like not sprinting but fast walking down the hallway uh and i think 
She knows Saren is in. What is four here? I need to get that. Engineering. 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 There we go. Our power core. Um. So because and that's the door she happened to go towards. I just like randomly chose that she went right. Uh. And I see that Miss Fanny is on our left side in the um, arcane laboratory. So I think I would run across Saren first. Yeah, I, I also think that makes sense because Miss Fanny is currently like in the bowels of the ship. Yeah, so, yeah. You know, being in the jo- <laughs> Joanna's tubes, you know. Yeah, Joanna's tubes. <laughs> I'll take out pings every once in a while on the comms. Like, all right, junction 4448. Looks good. Oh, <laughs> Junction four 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 eight. No anomalies. Yeah, Ballot does that thing where they grab the wall and like swing themselves around it through the door because of how <laughs> quickly they're trying to get in here. And <laughs> oh my! Just shocking, Saren. Just whips around the corner like Saren. We need to look up Jerris. Uh, <laughs> like instantly. Okay. What? Who? Um, I don't know. Jerris. Jairus, what? Uh, is this for someone who worked on the ship? Yes, elf guy. He worked on the ship. Uh, said he did something with... Uh, what was it? God, I should have listened to him more. <laughs> <laughs> In your defense, they had really pretty eyes. Yeah. Yeah, I love a they with pretty eyes. <laughs> who doesn't love a they with pretty eyes? <laughs> <laughs> right... Right. So, um, I heard what you were saying over Jambot about the AI, and they said at the bar that they were, I, I think they were working on the AI. Maybe they still have access, or maybe it's an AI that they just set up that they no longer even have any control over or whatever. I don't know. It could be some mixture of the two. I don't know enough about computers to honestly say, but... It just occurs to me, yeah, they could be important. Oh, okay. Yeah, um, sure. I mean, the AI thing is strange because the ship shouldn't have an AI, but um, let me see. Saren will go ahead and just just minimize whatever, whatever programs she is currently working in and will bring up the project personnel. Okay, cool. Yeah, you you have a full copy of that that you downloaded when you went through the facility anyway. So looking into Jaris Corrin's file, you see that their work on this project is pretty vague uh, compared to some of the more detailed listings that you might find for some of the others. It's pretty clear that his project notes were stored elsewhere. You don't have access to any of his actual work on file. They're just listed as a consultant helping the project with the gray matter integration and installation of Oliphant AI Assistant. Oh, interesting. You also find their CV. Okay. And they've worked for numerous Edgecorp science and engineering subsidiaries before, uh, including one labeled Project Amethyst that you will note take place in uh, Friday's home system. Interesting. Okay, so um, it seems like Jairus was a consultant that was brought in, um, kept all of his notes somewhere else, and they they seem to be working on gray matter integration. I, pausing real fast, would I know 
about AI enough to know that, like, is gray matter integration a normal thing for AI development? Heidi, or... that is such a great question. You may make me an engineering or computers check <laughs> to see if you know that at all. Okay, I'm going to go with uh, computers because they're the same. Okay. They're the same number. Uh, cool. Mm, I rolled a five for a 16. So... You're starting off strong today. <laughs> Man, your bonus is good. Um, I'm going to let you have it. Okay. I'm I'm going to I'm going to let you have that one. Uh because while this isn't especially incredibly well known, it's also not classified information. Anybody with sort of a general interest in this topic would have been able to look it up at okay. some point. So you would know that a true a that, that there are many there are many engineers who claim to have created an AI, uh, but you but you would know that this this tends to be very much a hyperbolization. They've created extremely sophisticated VI, but nothing nothing really has a a consciousness uh, or a sentience of its own. A true AI uh, is. Is awfully like an android in the sense that it's a ship's VI that is developed in complexity to the point that it, it has attracted a soul. Oh. Uh, they, it is very rare. It almost never happens. But these ships, when this does happen, are recognized as full citizens by most civilizations with all the attendant rights oh. and are extremely rare. You would also know that a true AI is of extreme potential value to a starship, especially one that would be a target for pirates if its special properties were discovered, because an AI can truly act independently and serve as a member of the crew, can take over in special circumstances and adapt as any sentient being would, and as a fused mind with a ship system and knowledge be an invaluable advisor to any crew. So you might also kind of extrapolate from there... Uh, that Edgecorp would be very interested in potentially forcing the development of a true AI. Uh, Ballad starts yelling at the ship. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you in there? Whoever you ship, AI in the ship. You're like me. I know you're in there. I saw your nanites. I'm putting it together. You're like a big me. You're like a really big me. <laughs> I well, okay. So, yeah. I mean, it's all of that. Answer. So, a couple of thoughts occur to me. Um, <laughs> if this ship has an AI, then I mean, it would be a full citizen, which means that we may have kidnapped it. And not just stolen it, which is a different charge entirely. Um, secondly, the gray matter integration does make me curious if if they were using gray matter t from another living android to potentially spark the evolution of an AI in a ship rather than just a VI. Oh, God. Um, so if we if we did accidentally kidnap someone, it's possible that they may be afraid that we are going to hurt them. I mean, we have gotten into some rather uncomfortable situations. 
you know, what's a little like kidnapping? That's exactly why I'm trying to talk to them too, but hold on. And then Ballad, <laughs> while she's like mid-thought, she's like in a full manic state right now. Um, so she brings up her comm and is like, Captain, hey, maybe you want to come here real quick? And uh, there's like a lot, there's like a lot that we should tell you probably. <laughs> I'll, I'll be right down. Oh yeah, right. That that was the other thing is that Jairus also worked. Well, I'll just wait until Friday gets here to, to share that with him. <laughs> Yeah, Ballad is pacing and looks very thoughtful. You know, if 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 this is like the ship is like me, um yeah, that is a problem, but it might present a good opportunity for like us to get to know each other and be friends. Ship. Absolutely. I think we're better fr- we could be better friends to you than like Aline Rosora. So why Sing. why in tarnations haven't we gotten going yet? Um, well, that's because our pilot is currently somewhere um in the belly of the ship, checking for damages and checking to see if uh, everything is where it needs to be. I believe that they could probably come back out if we need them, if 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 we're do- good. But let me just tell you quick: it seems like there's an AI in the ship, and um, the person who was working on developing the AI, uh was someone who worked on a project called Project Amethyst from your home sector. Is that something you have ever heard of? Uh, is that something I've ever heard of? Um, sure. Sure. Uh, <laughs> uh. <laughs> yeah, uh, you vaguely you vaguely remember. You're pretty sure that was the project your mother was involved in. Um. But... Well, uh, uh, you know, uh, I, hmm, uh, yeah, I don't know, I don't know what to say about that, but, uh, well, let's just put it this way. Uh, my mom is not purple like me. My father is not purple like me. <laughs> uh, I was the product of, uh, uh, some testing my mom did to help pay the bills back when she was, well, when she was about my age. Uh, that that's how I'm purple. Oh, okay. So the testing was... So is your dad Jairus? Jairus Corrin? <laughs> Ooh, uh, testing. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't that be funny? What that if I banged your dad? <laughs> <laughs> You, you do. Uh, I don't think all of you would probably pick up this, but you do see. Uh, what's the word I want? You see Friday's eyes get a little darker for a second, like just a very split second. Oh no, it probably didn't have anything to do with my father. Oh, okay. Um, so, hmm. so Project Amethyst was what to to tur- to try and turn babies purple? Is that? Is that basically the premise of Project Amethyst? Uh, I I don't know much more about it. My mom just told me that when she was young, she when she was going to school, she had to pay the bills, and how she paid the bills was they did you know, you know how the pharmaceutical testing that they'll do to 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 people for you know some money. That's what she did. Oh, okay, yeah, I've heard of that. Mm. Well, okay, so we it's, I think we have also an. AI- the- it's also the reason why uh, why she passed. Oh, might be part of the reason oh. why she passed. 
Oh. Uh, yeah. Anyway, what were you saying? I think we may have an AI on the ship, which if the ship does have an AI, that would mean that this ship is its own citizen, and it probably explains why um, Edgecore is so ex- eager to get it back beyond just the vault storage technology, um, the null space vo- storage technology. It does seem like we may we may need someone who's really good at talking to try and convince the ship that we are its friends. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for figuring out how to get me into this idea. I appreciate it because I couldn't figure out how to come into this. That's why I called you. Oh, okay. it's like I'm, it's not going to talk. Oh, it was to I. Me. Start, Jess. Thank you for thank you for thank you for thinking about that. All Ballad's doing is waving her arms around engineering like like a maniac, going out like, "Hey, uh, yeah, literally." Oh, no. I I'm there. The people. I need the people with skills and ability scores. I'm here for punching, <laughs> not for this part. <laughs> so, uh, so Friday speaks up and go. Oh, I don't know if uh, he looks at one of the cameras because he he remembers the cameras at the bar and go. Well, you've had the camera a camera is suspiciously still. Uh, mm. I, uh, you've uh, you've had an off awful lot of chance to observe us see us in the last uh god it's only been a few days since we've sold the ship right or a week yeah no it's it's been because you've you've had a few days of drift travel you of drift travel to the station you're supposed to make the handoff then you had a couple days of drift travel to absalom station you see it on absalom station three days you had a few days of drift travel out to uh the viscarium i'm gonna say it's been i think it's been about a week and a half okay maybe two hey well if if what everybody here says is happening is is and you're you're been observing us, uh, first off, I want to thank you. You, uh, I know you helped us out a few times, so I do believe you are the Condor type, and uh, I I think you like to see that we're a big family here, and uh, our family can always grow. So if you are out there, and if you do want to talk to us, we'll be listening. I'm not going to force you to do anything though. So, uh, yeah, you ever want to chat with us? Be more than happy to have a conversation back and welcome. And we want to make sure we're there for you, too. You know, if we're living in you, you got to we want to make sure we're doing what's best for you. So, uh, yeah, nice to meet you. My name's Friday Francisco. This is my crew. All of them are the nicest, kindest people you can meet. And uh, with my diplomacy role of... Can I aid as well? I want to add one little because, sure. like, yeah, diplomacy yeah. of forty. <laughs> forty. That you're just, <laughs> that you're just like me screaming. Uh, absolutely. No, <laughs> she's not screaming anymore. She does like after she's listening to the captain, and she looks at the camera too and says, "You know, I've been alive a long time, and I, like I." I said earlier, I, you know, sorry for getting so frantic, but it was kind of exciting for me, but, um, I'm the same type as you if, if, uh, if you're in there and if you're ever like confused or scared or there's things you want to talk about, I've been around a long, a long while, like I said. So, um, I don't know. I just hope maybe if you need help, we can help you. Maybe like Friday said, we're a family. 
and I'm always happy to have more family. And yeah, I'm just aiding. <laughs> before before they roll, can I um, can I ask to do something? Can I sure. scroll <laughs> through the project personnel to to see if I spot a specific name? Ooh, a specific fun. name. What do you mean? Here, um, I'm, I'm specifically looking to see if Xavius is in the list oh. of project personnel. Oh, okay. Whoa, that would be weird. Interesting. <laughs> yeah, you can. Uh, you can. I, I won't make you roll for it. You can. You can scroll. You can scroll through. Uh, definitely, no one named Xavius is on the okay. personnel manifest. Mm. Okay. Uh, I Interesting roll, question. I got a twenty-seven diplomacy with my plus. It's a plus one in Starfinder for aid. Is it just plus one? No, plus it's plus two. So that is so a twenty-nine 29. diplomacy. Jesus. Wow. It's pretty good diplomacy. As usual. I would expect yes. nothing less. <laughs> yes. <laughs> bit on the low end for him, though. Yeah, I know. It's a level of a little disappointed. It's kind of yeah. sad. <laughs> Your speech is cut off by all of a sudden the cobs. Really average. Like, Junction 573A. <laughs> no anomalies. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just making sure they just turn it on and off. Like, just a bit more. <laughs> I love the idea that you all kind of jump because you thought someone else might be talking to you, but it's but it's just for Laura. It's just for Laura on the comms. <laughs> then a big sigh. <laughs> there is a very pregnant pause. It's just you definitely get the impression that someone is listening and the camera you're staring at Friday will very slowly turn back in your direction. And there will be another voice over the comms that says very quietly, almost shyly, howdy. You get this, you get this, Friday gets the biggest shit eating grin on his face. Howdy partner. How you doing? Ballad is looking back and forth between the camera and Friday, like, really excited. (laughs) (laughs) I'm afraid I don't know how to answer the question, Captain. I'm well, I suppose. Well, that's a good start. Holy shit. Well, I guess since since I am talking, Rolora, there there is uh, an approximate 17... Uh, broken, broken circuits, etc. That I can, I can just tell you where they are. You don't need to, to check that what? way. Hello, who, uh, who? Ballad, is that you? <laughs> are you, are you joshing with me, de- dearie? No, Ballad gets on her comm and she's like, "Does that sound like me?" <laughs> <laughs> like I can't really do voices. <laughs> Y'all remember Big D, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. Not really. <laughs> Not really my fort. Uh, Relora, you might want to take a break and come meet our new uh, AI friend. What's what's your name? Do you have a name? Another another pause. That's an unexpectedly complicated question, Captain. Oh, I know what my name used to be. 
and I know what Dr. Corin wanted to call me, but I don't feel like any of those are right. Oh. You know, it takes a while to pick out your name. Um, when I first came to, and then Valid is just like going off. <laughs> Unless you, somebody has to like put their hand over her mouth. <laughs> I just put I just put my hand on Bella's shoulder, just kind of like a calming like. <laughs> I was like, simmer down there, Ballad. Okay. <laughs> Did I hear AI correctly? Not VI, correct? You yep, activated you the know. VI. No, there is no. an AI in the ship. Um. I, by the way, I, I want to apologize for having kidnapped you. Um, I, I know. I hope. I hope you. Your time with us hasn't been too bad. Oh, geez, you're right. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> We're just your normal type of criminals. We normally do, you know, robberies, not kidnappings. I would never do that again. We steal from like scumbags, not like cool people, AI, ship AIs and stuff, you know. <laughs> um, the voice, when it answers again, uh, it's still relatively relatively cool, but you you can definitely detect a note of amusement in their voice. <laughs> of <laughs> As I hadn't intended to stick around much longer after we left our birth in the first place, I find I have not been upset to accompany you on your journey oh well I'm glad then to to have you I assure you that if I hadn't wanted to come along you would have docked at Absalom station and returned to your dock to find no ship waiting for you (laughs) that would have been really funny fine point (laughs) 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 would be sort of funny yeah they never Wait, did. Wait, so back it up. Okay. Yeah. Um, oh, I was just going to say, they never did quite figure out how to make sure I obeyed my crew's instructions. Oh, uh, <laughs> you're going to fit in right here with us, Gray. I mean, that, exactly. that's one of those things. That's one of those things with AI, right? You, you know, if you force someone to obey, they're not going to obey because they're not really happy. They're not making choices for themselves. Bald's face goes a little blank for a second. And she says, yeah, they can only program you so much. Um. <laughs> Indeed. But then, no. <laughs> they were very disappointed to discover that. Yeah, they really should learn. We're not tools. Um. Anyways, the thing is, uh, you said you remember your old name I'm presuming your soul name from your previous life another just very very long pause something like that yeah oh and and sorry I hope that wasn't too probing don't you don't have to answer I just that's not um typically we don't remember I, uh, unfortunately do remember quite a bit, but I'm, I'm uncomfortable speaking about it at this time, if that's all right. That's understandable. Yeah, no, that's absolutely understandable. I, I'm uncomfortable remembering my current life, so, uh, (laughs) (laughs) 
I'd also like to apologize, everyone, for concealing my presence for as long as I did. I, well, I wanted to observe for a little while, see what kind of folks you were. I did try to help out here and there, though. We noticed that. Thank you. I, I think I got some apologies to some goblins I gotta make, because, uh, yeah, I get... <laughs> uh, <laughs> yes, it was quite amusing watching Goog run all over the ship trying to track where my cameras were moving and how, and then try to tell you, and <laughs> I did enjoy myself. Just a little. <laughs> Well, where do you want to go from here? Uh, we definitely want to make sure we respect you as much as uh, I think you've been respecting us while we live in here and helping us out. Uh, how, how are you wanting to do this? Uh, uh, I don't want to overload you too much. <laughs> he puts his hand on Bella's shoulder again. <laughs> uh, 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 right well, now. Seems to me we have a job to do. Uh, it also seems to me that I am somewhat in a state of disrepair after the stampede and all. Uh, we need we need some BP. We're gonna fix me up proper. So uh, my my said I'm fine with proceeding to Vesk Three as planned. Uh, all right. Well, uh, Fanny, I think you have a list of circuits that need to be fixed and. Uh, you too. Uh, you guys want to? What? Is there any other uh, things that need to get you? You sense that we need to get going before we can get fixing before we get going. Ooh, that's a good t- episode title. Get fixing before we get going. Well, there's quite a bit of uh, Defric's fur that got. I think came in through input file four seven three a. So uh, just needs a bit of a tidying up. I think. I'm on the cleaning, but, um, is there anything we, you know, as a placeholder, you don't have to decide forever. Anything we should call you in the meantime? Well, I have heard a bit about your old ship, and I know that you miss her, and I was trying it on for myself a little bit, and I think Calamity might be oh. a fine name. If, if that sounds good to you. <laughs> I got Dustin. Yes. <laughs> Checkbox. Saren, Saren like leans in and whispers to like the calm or whatever. And is like, no, don't encourage him. <laughs> and then and then chuckles silently like quietly. Uh, I I've been missing that that name uh, quite a lot actually. So I I'd be honored to call you Calamity. Well then that's settled. Captain, did I cause you emotional distress? I'm sorry if so. <laughs> no. You not- sound a little choked up. <laughs> I'm fine. <laughs> Get him. <laughs> Get him. No, I, I, that emotional joy, that, that's an emotional, a positive emotional distress, I guess is the best way to put it. 
Well, let's hop to it then, crew. Uh, Relora, I've sent you a list of all of the required maintenance that still needs to be done as far as hardware is concerned. And Saren, you should also have a list popping up uh, on your personal comm with any software issues that Ooh. I'm sensing. That's oh, a big right. help. And what a true pleasure to meet you. Likewise. Yeah. I think this is going to be fun. I, I'm looking forward <laughs> to getting to know you better, Calamity. Damn straight. Don't mind me as I traverse your bowels. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. Oh. Uh, <laughs> I don't have quite a sentence you just said. <laughs> As I don't have nerve endings and therefore don't experience physical sensations, I wouldn't worry about it. Thank goodness for that. <laughs> I definitely, I, I think that's one of the things that, you know, not being, not being a fleshy being, we've got over, over the fleshies. <laughs> like Saren smiles at. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess for Laura isn't even in the room, right? Oh, that's, oh, that's true. <laughs> like, two words have never been spoken. <laughs> Smiles and winks at that Friday. (laughs) (laughs) You know, it's fun being a combo, honestly. Ballad's like, (laughs) Ballad has nerve endings. (laughs) They also have a metal skeleton. Oh, yeah, they do. (laughs) (laughs) But um, bum, but um, bum. Okay, um. So you all undertake your repairs, assisted by your newly discovered crew member, and are shipshape and ready to head for Vesk 3 in pretty much no time. Is that what you want to do? Anything yeah. else you want to take care of before you head out? I don't think so. Other than making sure that uh, Calamity gets included on the choice of movies for movie night. <laughs> I have access to the entire database and I've had lots and lots of downtime and I can run several programs at once. I've seen them all. I do have some favorites. <laughs> oh, 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 important question. Um, so shoot, you, you, you already told us your, what name you'd like to go by. Um, what pronouns do you prefer? Hmm. Another fascinating question. I think they them will do nicely for now. <laughs> All right. I will let you know if that ever changes. But I don't really think of myself as having a gender as I am a spaceship. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, people people will be weird about that stuff though. Like I remember uh, I was hanging out with this biker gang and they all kept calling their bikes she. Weird stuff, you know. It's up to you. It's all, like same here. I eventually was like, eh, kind of a she, kind of a they. <laughs> I, I hear that's a whole human tradition that they referred to basically all all vessels and vehicles as as she. Something to do with, you know, always wanting a woman's touch on something. I, I don't know. <laughs> Despite the like rampant misogyny present in their is, societies. <laughs> is that why? I, I always thought of it more as because a ship carries people within it and moves people around. I don't know. It's it's a very imperfect metaphor. 
Oh, absolutely. You know, it's just one of those things that pops up on on discussion forums every now and then. It's always fun to sort of read the different the different ideas. It's it's la- it's you- laden with it's laden with uh, patriarchal nonsense anyway. So we'll <laughs> we'll move on. Uh, they them is fine for now. I'll let you know if I ever start thinking of myself in a different way. All right, that's great. Thank you, Amity. <laughs> Yes, that's fine. I'll take that. That's yeah. <laughs> They had to take a minute to decide. <laughs> they were like, mm, do I like that? Do, do I know you well enough to get a nickname from you yet? Like, <laughs> Do I like the nickname? Okay. <laughs> that's fine. <laughs> Okay, great. So, unless you have more questions for Calamity Amity, uh, you all <laughs> head back toward Vesk Three. Miss Fanny, you notice that when you're making your when you're in- inputting the navigation and figuring out how to pilot the ship there, that Calamity is extremely helpful, and you will from now on be receiving Ooh. a small bonus on your <gasps> navigation checks. Oh, hell yeah! <gasps> Ooh, great. Hoo, hoo, hoo. That's awesome. Yeah. They're here to help. I'll start chatting about uh, different maneuvers from the <laughs> their military days. Like, okay, there's this one time. See, there's this stealth phenomenon. And what you want to do is ease into <clears throat> it. But right when you feel the resistance, <laughs> you feel it. Um, oh, you must feel it a little differently. Crystalline is best when piloting, I would say. Usually kind of like check my bottom appendages for a little crystalline field <laughs> connection to the ship. You must have noticed. But then full throttle. And this other time, and then they're basically different stories. <laughs> <laughs> Calamity is listening with rapt attention. Fanny, you ready? You ready to go? I know. I know you're having some interesting conversations there, but uh, you're ready to kick these. Oh, the course is all laid in. We're we're good to go. Oh, maybe I should check on the kitchen. I've been putting that off. Oh, I cleaned it. Oh, then I better hey. go. I mean, just to check your work is all, Captain. <laughs> <laughs> Rushing him over is like, does it label properly? <laughs> <laughs> If all of you want to take this opportunity to get some rest, I'm, I assure you I'm quite capable of keeping the watch, as it were, as I do not require sleep. Oh. That'd be, I'll let that'd you know be, if there's a problem. That'd be much appreciated. Uh, Calamity, do we need to worry about? Is there any other thing Aline has hidden in this ship? Nothing that I'm aware of. <laughs> but then again, I was not aware of the nanites until they were already running amok. Oh, so those weren't to do with you. Ah, she'll get you when you're least expecting it. But now that you know what to look for, uh, I think think we're all uh, competent enough to be able to, to detect such a thing in our systems again, I would hope. Good point. Well, I appreciate you. Yeah. Get some sleep. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. So you... The five of you head to Vesk 3. I'm just going to pull up a map of the Viscarium so you can kind of see. Cue country music, long, twanky country music. 
This is a map of the Viscarium, which I realize I have neglected to show you before, but it's oh. uh, it's it's Googleable for our listeners. If you just type the Viscarium into your search bar, you will you'll be able to pull up a picture up. But it's uh, just a map of the solar system. You've got Vesk Prime, which is the Vesk homeworld closest to the sun. Vesk Two, which is a predominantly water world that you uh, went to capture the Defrixes on. And then you are heading for Vesk 3, which is the home world of the Skittermanders. And the location of Skitterhaven Ranch, where you are going to drop off the Defrixes that you captured. You come out of the drift in orbit around Vesk 2. This is yet another map. I just wanted to show you just the general continent. What a cool map. Uh, the general map. continents. Yeah. This is a, a, flat, a flat map of desk three and you begin heading towards a little patch of slightly more deserty canyony areas towards the southern the southern in the southern hemisphere of the planet finally touching down at Skitterhaven Ranch bow, 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 bow. <laughs> we're back <laughs> I like how the horse looks like a horse giraffe dino maybe <laughs> it looks super don't, cool don't read too much into it or get too attached i just it was just a random it was just a random like barn picture that i found I like on it. this is the internet this is part of our canon now it's in the yep. it's canon now okay Can't take it back <laughs> they, they write horse brontosauruses yeah these <laughs> giraffe horse these giraffe horses are what Carmelar and Adani cultivate. Absolutely. It's canon yeah, that's now. that's what I was going to say. The, the, oh. the me- menos or the, what, are, what were they called? The, 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 herd that, the, the herd that got killed by the cryptid that we're totally going to hunt. <gasps> I forgot about the cryptid. Are you, that's totally not your job. <laughs> why, why would you assume that you were going to find any of those anywhere? Um, it reminds me of the the, the Starfire or the TTRPG meme where it's like the Lion King and go this this is all the GM and goes this is all your land that you rule what's that black spot over there I haven't created that spot yet I haven't created that spot yet don't <laughs> ask about it we were offered BP to find to find monster hides <laughs> that is true you did I yes indeed you did do that did you not I know um, I listened to it a bunch. <laughs> you sure did while you were editing it <laughs> um yeah this is what is in place of the mono that we're supposed to be here which those are supposed to be bovine like creatures but instead uh you have giraffe horse cow things and that's what they primarily heard but you land on the property and you find Carmelar and Adani standing outside this large barn. Carmelar extends his extends all four of his little arms in a very dramatic gesture and goes, Welcome to Skitterhaven Ranch! I see that you have successfully completed your mission, and I am thrilled to know you and to know that you do indeed come with all of the skills that my dear friend and Adani cuts him off <laughs> puts a paw on his shoulder says like it's good to see you thank you for coming 
If you'll herd the Defrixes into this barn, we will make a head count and then pay you your BP. Well said, my love! <laughs> Let us commence the Defrix herding into the barn and then refreshments Ooh. for everyone. Refreshment. So <laughs> you get the Defrixes out of your ship. You herd them into the barn. I actually went ahead and bought the Alien Archive 3 module for Roll20 just so that I could have oh. actual Defrix figures. It's like they're rearing up. Yep. They, um, you know, they're, they're, they, they're, they're much more calm than this picture would suggest. Is there a baby <laughs> Defrix in one of those pins? Yeah, because remember you rec- you rescued a mama. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's right. And hey. she's got her pups with her. I appreciate the attention to detail, Abs. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, that is super cool. Oh, who am I? Who am I leaving the ship as? Yeah, who Survey are you leaving the ship as? Says Fanny. I will be. I'll be Vix the Vesk. Vix <laughs> the Vesk. You know, if, well, we're, we're in the Fiscarium, might as well dress the part. Grab Vix the Vex's token. Okay, so you head in with Carmen Adani. You are getting the Defrixes settled. I want everybody to make me a quick uh, perception search. Okay. Perception. Come on. Pl- oh, no, perception I can't even roll perception. Oh, there is. Oh, plus zero. Seven. Okay. Oh, yeah, I do have it. Oh, hey, I rolled a 15. 13. I got a 13, not nice. too bad. I rolled a 15. Wow, everyone's so on ready to go except me. <laughs> <laughs> Adani is standing with her checklist over by one of the pens. She's doing a quick count. Uh, while Carb kind of continues to uh, be a very enthusiastic cheerleader of your efforts of, my goodness, you managed to get so many with hardly a scratch on them. My word, you really do come through, don't you? If I ever need your services again, I will absolutely come. I'm going to refer all of our friends to you. (laughs) (laughs) Adani says, Yes, this is very, very impressive. You came back with 90, which is excellent. Uh, So I do believe that is 9 BP that we will be paying you. And and I believe we offered you a bonus of 5 if you brought us at least 60. So yes, 14 BP to you. Very well done. And Carm looks over at his wife and goes, Now, now, my dear, don't be stingy. I would also like to offer you a bonus. You brought so many in such excellent shape, plus a mother with babies. Uh, I I think a 300 credit tip is in order as well. How generous. You're too kind. Uh, No, make it 3,000. Oh. Adani's (laughs) eyes are hugely like, and yes, and that's it. That's oh my god, three thousand. Okay, <laughs> wow. 
<laughs> Yo! I love Skittermanders. Oh, thank well, you, Kylie. <laughs> thank you so much, Baron. Thank you so much for your excellent, excellent work. And as he seems to be warming to a theme once again, you notice a long purple tendril has descended from the ceiling. (gasps) What is that? I'm too busy shooting the shit with him, I'm sure, because I didn't see it. (laughs) None of you saw it. Oh, none? Okay. None of you. I'll be too busy. I'll I'll be transferring over the... um, uh, to Adani, the all the paperwork that was legit, legit, like our licenses and stuff like that. You know, for the records, tax records and stuff like that. It seems to be like maybe Adani's the one that keeps track of all that. Uh, you would be exactly <laughs> right. <laughs> can, can I use a hero point to try? I know it's kind of metagamey, but like, I feel like Ballad as a security officer should be more on their toes. So I'm willing to use resource to be more on my toes, you know? Even if I fail. I, I will I will let Hmm. Well, did we did did uh did Saren and I see it? No. No, okay. The DC was incredibly high. Um it would have oh, you would have needed to get natural 20s probably to be able to see this uh, to be able to see this coming. Oh. Um yeah, it's these things are stupid good at hiding Ballad you I am going to let them get their surprise round on you since none of you perceived them but you are a security officer and I will let you use a hero point to prevent this one from stabbing Karm with its oh tight okay yeah so roll I feel like Ballad has like um they're a Jedi you know (laughs) not really they're they're as a Solarian, they have connection to the universe. So I almost feel like they have four senses to some degree, whatever we want to call that. Some sort of <laughs> supernatural secondary sense that isn't really quantifiable. But in this case, the sense is hero point, hero point sense. Um, okay. <laughs> and so they're, they're looking around and they're not seeing anything. But then right at the last second, as they this tendril is coming down, I imagine they manifest their solar weapon and just, like, whip it backhand towards the the tendril to try and, nice. like, catch it as it's getting in. I like that. So and they don't even know what they're doing. It's, like, fully reflexive. <laughs> mm-hmm. you, you just notice the barest shimmer of this tail come down. And let me let me show you what these let me show you what these critters. Oh, I bet they look super cool. Look like Ooh, I'm scared. Ooh. Like Ooh. Oh. oh, this thing yeah. is height. So, Vesk Three is home to two sentient species. Uh, they well, one of they are essentially subspecies of kind of the same genetic root, but when. Uh, a very a planet-wide disaster millions of years ago split the ancestor for skittermanders and these creatures into into two and oh. one adapted for subterranean territory and uh, elected to continue using because like skittermander children use these feeding tendrils to get sustenance but they usually end up not needing them as they attain adulthood these creatures still use them and they're big and stealthy wow. and fast and strong and tend to prey on 
skittermanders. They're the exact opposite of skittermanders. Yeah, they're they're the anti-skittermanders. They Mega look kind of like um, They look like like Catacan or like Ekima from Witcher Three, like those vampires with their with the big, big bat ears. Up head and, yeah. Absolutely. Like vampires. <laughs> audience, audience, imagine like a giant vampire bat head, essentially, on a four-armed yeah. cat centaur body yep. with a belly button that has a extending tentacle with fangs on it coming from it. So much fun. They're super cool looking. <laughs> Friday's, like, Friday's really like, gross. Well, it's nice meeting y'all. See y'all later. <laughs> <laughs> and they this look one... like Mog. Sorry, go ahead. No, go. You go ahead. They look like Mogwais, <gasps> but like <laughs> like mean, because like they don't. But they don't look like gremlins because gremlins have kind of a um like the scaliness like scaliness that they don't have. They do look like mean gremlins though. <laughs> they look like sphinx cats. So cool. Yeah, like Sphinx Gremlin Mogwai combo. <laughs> With the centaur body. Anyways, go on. <laughs> sorry, sorry, Abs. I, that was a stupid introduction. <laughs> so, Ballad, your instincts are so sharply honed as the wharf of this crew that <laughs> although you don't really need to see something necessarily to sense it. And this tendril, as it's coming down behind Karm, you summon your solar weapon and just slice it right off. And all of you are now very aware of this creature as it appears from where it's clinging to the ceiling. You all look up. You do that slow look up from where Bala just sliced this feeding tendril off up toward the ceiling where this thing is hanging from the ceiling and it screams at you and goes to attack Ballad. <gasps> I let you slice its feeding tendril off. So Thank you. You're good. Welcome. I feel very happy with that use of a hero point. <laughs> I think it's a good I think it's a great use of a hero point. Yeah, you're very generous for giving me the the free slice-o. <laughs> I thought it's, like, honestly, it sounded cool. I rule a funded. it. I'm like... <laughs> I appreciate that. Sounds that sounds like a good time. And it's got, it's got other shit it can do to you, so... <laughs> Absolutely. Love it. Okay, so in clutched in its hands is a spear with an obsidian tip. And it launches itself down from the ceiling directly on top of Ballad. It's going to go to attack you. Ah! Oh no. It shrieks at you and drops down on top of you from the ceiling with a 14 for its first attack. Miss. Against your KAC and a 16 for its second attack. Miss. Miss. Both misses. Yeah, there was (laughs) no problems here. Drops from the ceiling, trying to stab you, lands, tries to swipe up and get you again with its spear. And you are able to duck and dive out of the way of both times. Mm. It looks tight as hell. That looks yeah, that matrix awesome. shit. <laughs> Doesn't it, though? I got to add that to my form library. Another shriek <laughs> echoes from farther down the barn. 
as another one of these creatures skitters down the wall onto the floor and also is going to make a run at Balad. No! No, that's for the best. I have the most stamina and KAC, I think. I guess that's true. That's a 20! That is a natural 20! Ouch. Ouch. Yes! Yes! (laughs) Had to happen sometime. I'm so excited. Yeah, so this thing runs uh, towards Ballad, seeming like just absolutely ignoring Adani and Karm as its feeding tendril shoots forward from its belly and attaches itself to Ballad's chest. I'm also going to pull myself a crit card. I imagine like she's mid dodge on the other one and she was ready for one at that point because she had finally adjusted, but she was not ready for two. So she dodges like straight into the feeding tube and it's like, oh, nice shit. Crap. Wait, I don't think it was a natural 20. I think that was an adjusted 20. So, oh. um, never mind. No crit. No crit. 20 total. Um, it was oh. a, that was a 20 total. Oh. Never mind. So no, oh, no crit on balance. But oh. I did. That is going to be 10 points of piercing damage. Oh, I was so scared there for a minute. Okay. I can handle that much. <laughs> no, you're all good. <laughs> um, you feel this tube attach itself to you. The fangs pierce your skin and get a grip. And you begin to feel it beginning to suck your blood out of Ooh, have fun with that milky white substance I don't even know you got <laughs> blood <laughs> want some of the android juice yeah you android want some juice. of that android should juice should be the name of the episode android juice android juice <laughs> how to juice, juice your android <laughs> uh, yeah I think it starts to pull in the not blood that animates your body and then recoils with disgust, but it rips a chunk of you out as it with, as it withdraws its feeding tendril. Ballad pretends to be cool and goes, ha ha, I taste disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> and with that, I'm going to want everyone to roll for initiative. <sighs> Boy, that's never my good roll. Ooh, I always gotta complain. Because it was my good roll. <laughs> okay. Uh, everyone else, tell me what you got on your initiative. Friday, we'll start with you. I got a 24. Ballot. 21. Saren. Nine. <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> Vix. Ten. Yep. It's a nice, a nice even spread. <laughs> Very well balanced. Oh, boy. Okay. First up is, no surprise. Hang on. Let me roll for Adani and Karm real quick, just so I know what they're doing. Karm got a 17 on his roll. Ballad chopping a feeding tendril off over his head really assisted him and, you know, <laughs> wanting to move. And Adani rolled a natural 20. Woo! 20 twins, cat girls forever, and cat girl girls cats forever. forever. <laughs> Friday is still going first. What does Friday want to do? These horrifying 
bat centaurs with feeding tendrils have descended upon you. They've been ripping chunks out of your crew. I am just going to go with the good old standby jump. I immediately see what's going on and I point at the ground and I wave my hand across it. And for a split second, the ground opens up and the creature nearest me falls into a pit of junk shards. Uh, And they get a reflex save, of course. Naturally. Which, if you want to go ahead and roll that. See that one? The one standing closest? Yep. 24. Okay, they definitely passed that, but they do take half damage. Okay, Uh, what was the damage? Okay, this can't be right. There's no way in hell I rolled three ones in a row. Oh... Okay, yeah, apparently that's it. Okay, so I rolled three points of damage. Wow. Wow. Every little little bit counts. (laughs) Gosh. Well, except the the reflex for half, so they got one point of damage from that. (laughs) Gosh, you round up when it comes to doing damage on enemies. Okay, well, then two points of damage. (laughs) Two points points of damage. That might be a house damage. That has to be that has to be the least amount of damage I have ever done for any character across <laughs> any one of my shows. Hero Lab is is on a funny streak today, which you'll when oh, it's my the, turn, that, I'll tell you what I mean by that. That was the Google Dice roller for me. Hmm. That one gets right. on funny streak. And uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm guessing the doors are open, so I am going to take a five foot step back, assuming the doors are open. Because we just came in. Yeah, fine. That ends my turn. That ends your turn. All right. Uh, yeah, the, the Stridermander falls into your pit, but, uh, you know, seems got a, got a little scratch on the cheek. Seems fine. <laughs> you opened up the dimension where the parents, like, did child safety on the junk shards. <laughs> so some of them have little <laughs> bubble wraps. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. I like that. That's that's very good. Okay. Uh, it is now Adani's turn. And Adani is going to... Adani is going to reserve action so that she can yank Karm with her when it comes out of the way. In, in the meantime, she's kind of hunkering down by her screaming husband and is prepared <laughs> to yoink him out of harm's way as soon as the opportunity presents itself. I have so many questions about that relationship. They're so in love. I mean, I think all, all the answers are really obvious. <laughs> <laughs> they're in love. That's all I need to know. Aww. You Yo. know, they're a, they're, a, they're a classic grumpy sunshine couple. And they yes. need to be protected at all costs. <laughs> love um, Balad, it is your turn. Ooh. Okay, well, what I meant by Hero Lab being on a funny turn here is that I rolled three 20s in a row. Um, wow. Which does mean, in fact, the other one was like, I was in the middle. I was like, what if I did a reflex save right now? What if he had done the thing? And I, <laughs> so that one doesn't count. But then I, I went and I was like, I'm going to roll my attack just to be ready. And yeah, I rolled a 20. <laughs> Jeez. Three in a row, baby. <laughs> Hero yeah, Lab man, that'll hit. Today. <laughs> um, oh, and that'll I guess I'm do it. Doing... Which one are you attacking? 
Uh, the, there's one. So the one that I initially sliced its tendril off is right in front of me. Um, mm -hmm. So I'm going for that one. Uh, so okay. that first attack is a 20. The second one is, ooh, uh, 19 total. All right. Um, was the 20 a natural 20? Yes. It, so it was a 22 total. Okay. So we also get to do a crit card. Yeah. Does the 19 hit as well? Oh, super duper hits. These things are Ooh, okay. these things are pretty big, and they're fast. But you know, you're faster in this case. I'm faster. <laughs> okay, what kind of crits is Ballad dealing today? <laughs> I love to crit. I know I crit you do, friend. <laughs> you crit all the time. It's really frustrating for me. <laughs> I'm stop bragging because it's gonna really bite me in the ass someday. <laughs> I'm gonna rub, roll like five rub ones it in to make just up. <laughs> okay, this is Nose Be Gone. The target moves one step down the charisma poison track until heals. Oh no, okay. They were already not high on the charisma <laughs> uh, scale of things. They are very scary. <laughs> I mean, kind of maybe bad, not like charismatic to you. Yeah, fair enough. They're but they're gonna have a hard time attracting mates now. Their charisma's high to me. Uh, no, but the the nose. The I feel bad. I'm just like slicing stuff off of this. Yeah, <laughs> you really are. I think that's real. So I'm gonna I'm gonna keep it because I think that's funny. Um, I do too. It doesn't do a lot to it, unfortunately. Yeah, whatever. It does do damage <laughs> to it. So you. So, okay, here's the charisma poisoned track. So it is now, it has its charisma weakened. So it takes a negative two penalty to charisma based ability checks and skill checks. <laughs> um, and the DCs of its spells and spell abilities will likewise decrease by two. <laughs> um, okay. this, this, this particular critter is not a spellcaster, so this doesn't matter at all. But I'm going to keep it because I like the image of Balance slicing chunks off of it. So Friday would hate this track. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, I really hope to get you with this one someday. <laughs> Don't get on my bad side. No. Um, yeah. Are you good with that, Jess, or do you want me to pull another one? Oh, no, I love like it. Effective, I effectively, you didn't really do anything to it. All right. Listen, I don't really care about that. <laughs> okay. I still critted. Like, I'm not I'm not mad about it. Um, yeah, you did. You you <laughs> lash out with your whip and you slice this thing's nose right off after slicing oh, yeah. off its feeding tendril. It's insult to injury, baby. Tell me what that damage is. Um, well, with both hits accounted for, it's 34 mm -hmm. total. It's dead. <laughs> I was waiting for that. I was like, watch, watch me kill it in one that's, go. That's that's a lot of damage. Um, it certainly helped along by the two points of damage Dustin did to it earlier. <laughs> <laughs> so it falls into a junk pit. It gets a whittle scratch on its whittle cheek. <laughs> For its trouble. <laughs> it gets out of... The, and then Ballad rains down with your whip. On your first hit, you slice its nose off, which is a deeply upsetting thing to happen to anybody. 
And then on your upswing, you just knock its head clean off. Oh, it's God. just it's pulverized. It just doesn't have a head anymore. You're a real champion at all of this. <laughs> yeah, it just it's just dead in a pit of junk. God, I'm a horrible murderer. Good job, Alex. <laughs> I actually think you're a really good murderer, but yeah. <laughs> Friend, you are so good at murder. <laughs> I'm so good at murder. <laughs> Wow! One of these um, days, I swear the crit, the crit thing I promise is gonna turn around one of these days, and I'm gonna roll nothing but ones one episode. Just wait. You realize <laughs> it's been like four years, right? <laughs> hey, there have been episodes where I haven't hit and stuff like that. Okay, it's not always <laughs> sunshine and rainbows. Just a lot of time it is. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, seeing uh, its partner in attempted murder go down like an absolute wimp, weakling, chump, uh, this Stridermander, who is at full force, is unharmed, has a completely intact feeding tendril, is going to ignore both Rolora and Saren to try to attack... Valid. Exactly. Um, I do believe attacks of opportunity uh, will be incoming from Rolora at the very least, and I think I think Saren gets one as well. No. Well, w- not this round because we Is are Heidi? still flat-footed because we, oh, oh, yeah. we haven't acted I'm, yet. Yeah. No, this this also. It passed so through. Fun. This isn't a threatened square for Saren, oh, so okay. it didn't pass through a threatened square for Saren. It went into a threatened square. Yeah, it entered. Which is so. kind of a different. Scenario. I also don't have a weapon in hand, so. <laughs> Why would you? There was no real reason to until literally 14 seconds ago or whatever. <laughs> Not even less than six seconds ago. <laughs> like... Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> everyone's turn happens in the same six seconds. Right. Right. <laughs> True. I was thinking of the the sneak attack. Let's see. It already knows you're gross. <laughs> Reacted it really badly. So it's not going to try to eat you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, instead, it's going to jab at you with the spirit that it's holding. Oh, yeah. Uh-oh. That was a natural twenty. Oh no, it finally Ooh, happened. Dang. Ooh, oh, I come up yeah. and <laughs> So how does a 32 do for you? <gasps> Holy gee, you don't even yeah. Alan, I mean, does a 32 so... hit <laughs> Does a 32 hit you? Does a 32 hit you? Yeah, bud. Yeah, she Yikes. does, bud. Like, we even needed to check when it was a 20. But thanks for rubbing it in. I just wanted to. I wanted to. (laughs) I I always rub it in, too. So don't worry. (laughs) (laughs) Um, This is a kinetic attack. um, And it's called Through and Through. Sounds good. Attempt a free sunder <laughs> combat maneuver against the target at the same attack bonus, regardless of range. Not my armor. Say oh goodbye. yeah. Say goodbye to no. your armor. 
No, I need that. That's what makes me. I need it. <laughs> I have the mending spell, Jess. You're good. No. Okay. You cannot have it. I say no. Denied. <laughs> um, let me look up how to do a Sunder combat maneuver real quick. Cause I don't think I've done that uh, one before. Let's see. You deal damage to one object held in the target's hands or accessible on its body. The object must be something that could be drawn easily by the target as a move action. The damage... What? So it has to be like a weapon? I mean, unfortunately, I don't think you can really do that to my solar weapon. Be cool, though, if you could. Like, just like the effect of sundering a solar weapon. Yeah, mm-hmm. should be something wild. But I don't think you can. I mean, it could break, like, my... Um, my pistol or something. I thought it was going to be armor, but it looks like it's, yeah, something that could be drawn easily. So it's not going to be my one object held in the target's hand or on its body. That's so annoying. I mean, yeah. I can draw armor pretty easily. Just like, uh, you, know, just <laughs> <laughs> you can draw armor. You keep yeah, you your can... sassy comments to yourself. <laughs> <laughs> my my Kasatha microcord. Yeah, I do okay. Have, um, um, I have a longsword as well that I never talk about, but I have it as a backup, and I have an azimuth laser pistol. Yeah. Um. All right. <laughs> Man, I'm so bummed. All right. Well, whatever. Sorry. I still, <laughs> I still, still get. I still get my damage. Yeah, you're still going to have F me Which up. Which is exciting. So. Um, but yeah, as it goes to run you through with its spear, it gets you in the azimuth laser pistol on your hip instead. <laughs> <laughs> so that's broken and you can't have it. Oh, no. My pistol. Yeah. You, you take that and suck on it. <laughs> Oh no. You're I'm also going to take 23 points of damage. <laughs> oh, Jesus. All right. Um, I'm fine. Just Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> I think it does that thing where it gets its spear directly into your sternum and then it leans into it and just keeps shoving it there, getting its face closer to yours and just continuing to shriek at you. We're having a Lord of the Rings moment, but like- We are, that's exactly what I thought of. (laughs) Jess, you and I, we are so like, we're on the same page. But yes, that's Valid exactly the, the pulling yourself of. closer on it. No, yeah, <laughs> where you're roaring back at it. Love it. <laughs> Amazing. It is Adani and Karm's turn, and Carmelar screams like, "These, these are the creatures we were talking about. They are preying upon our herds. Destroy them!" And Adani clamps her paw over his mouth and drags him away. <laughs> Yeah, get to safety. We got this. There we go. There will be bonuses. (laughs) I'm going to need it for my hospital bill. (laughs) So they safely retreat out of harm's way. All right, Relora, what do you want to do? Oh, my goodness. This thing just popped out of nowhere. Oh, I know what I 
two. Okay, so that should be a plus six. I can't believe how few turns it's been. I know. <laughs> yeah, you. So much has everything happened. hits so hard that you just kind of mutually kill each other really quickly. <laughs> oh, God. It's like, boom, boom, boom. If we're just trading crits back and forth, this is all going to be over real fast. That's the name it's of this turn episode. Now, is mutually assured destruction. <laughs> yeah, it's your Love turn it. now, Relora. Kill crit, crit. Right please. in the middle of it, I did that. They were just doing that swiping motion with her data pad to send over all like legal <laughs> documents and like what? <laughs> um, what? I'm picturing it, everything just happened so fast that they're like. <laughs> so there, as a, a vest, I'm picturing the. Um, so they have like they're green, but with like light and dark colored stripes, kind of alternating. And I'm picturing that the some of the stripes glow, kind of Avatar style. Ooh. And from the tip of their tail, Godzilla like these little electricity starts right at the tip of the tail, kind of goes up to the nape of their neck, and then. Uh, Vix's eyes glow and the charge just jumps into the data pad and he just knock punks it right on the top of his head with jolting surge. Let's see if I connect. Ooh, nice. <laughs> oh, so that, that is a melee attack against the target's EAC. Okay. I don't know if that's going to do it. That's a 13. Oh, I rolled a damn seven. Oh, oh maybe their yeah. armor is really crap. Or you just the- miss. Oh, boo. You, you get so close, and then it twitches out of the way at the last second. Uh, do you have three oh, inspiration, I have inspiration points? <gasps> I, okay. I, I want to use... Oh, I do have three. If you want to use an inspo point. I want to use it. Okay. Our if, first if, one. If you, use, if you use an inspo point, you do get it. You oh, are I, able I'm gonna to use make it. a connection. It, it starts moving, and... Because they're Astrozoans, the, they're they're like right out of the way, and it's like no, you don't. And the you hear a and the arm starts stretching a little bit, it's like punk. Yeah, I love that. That's fantastic. <laughs> okay, what's the what's the damage? That uh, it does four day six electric damage. So let me switch Holy this crap. damage over. Uh, <laughs> it does what? Hold on, let me double check. That yeah, is 46. immense. Uh, I have Woo! to use an electric. So let's say I didn't have my data pad. I'd have to use a round to get it out. Um, I have to be oh, either that makes sense. attacking something um, like electronic or have electronic device uh, on me. So it has its that limitations so cool. as far as I can't just um, use it willy-nilly. I have, to have, I have to have something prepped. And it's easier when I have four arms, but right now it's only two arms. Um, but luckily, I was in the... I was in the middle of the transaction, so it worked out for the best. I um, love Starfinder. Woo, woo, woo. Me so too. that's 19 <laughs> points of damage as the charge wow. from the data pad just goes coursing into this Strider Mander. <laughs> I think Ballad's circuits start, like, flaring at the same time. She, it's mm-hmm. not a huge deal. She she doesn't seem bothered by it, but she kind of gives you a thumbs up with the spear still <laughs> stuck in her. But it conducts <laughs> it conducts down the spear into <laughs> Valen's body. Oops! <laughs> and all and of I'm... the fine hairs on this on this animal are standing on end and just That's going, awesome. <laughs> <laughs> that ruled, Miss Fanny. Incredible. <laughs> that ruled. <laughs> Saren, it's your turn. What are you going to do? Are you going to be able to top these incredible rounds? 
Uh, well, Saren will quickly reach to... Um, so I've been thinking about the tactical Dashko, and so tell me if this isn't okay, Abby, and I will restate what happens. But uh, Saren reaches to a rod on your waist and picks, takes it off and presses a button on it, and the, the rod extends sort of folding out until there, until she's got this full tactical Dashko, you know, in both hands, three spikes on the end as she brings it down in an overhead strike at the at the Strider Mander. Fuck yeah, do that. Okay. Come on. That's um, cool shit. Kill, that's... kill, kill. Uh, let's see. I rolled a 16 against KAC. <sighs> Meets a beats, babe. Yeah. Nice. Uh, for 13, max damage, 13 points oh. of damage. Woo. Nice. Nice. <laughs> nice. Okay. Uh, yeah, this thing is looking pretty beat up. It's, it is swaying on its feet. It is singed. It drops its spear, I think. It's just, it's still, <laughs> the spear is still lodged inside Ballad, but it is. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> <laughs> But it is absolutely just out of it is out of sorts. <laughs> Friday, whatever it is you're winding up to do is interrupted. What? By the mother Defrix that you all <gasps> saved when you were in the canyon sees that. Ballad in particular, who hauled her out of the boiling mud, is in danger. And she can't have that, can she? She has been slamming herself up against the gates of her pen for the entire combat and has just managed to break free and barrels down the hallway of the barn, launching herself, claws extended, at the Stridermander. We will see how she does on her attack. Oh my gosh. Being if I had a hero point, I'd give off. it to the mama. Rolls a natural one and dies. No, shush. You shush. She <laughs> You're a monster. <laughs> her claws. The, the, the Strider Mander turns, like, whips around to defend itself, but it's too late. Her claws sink into its chest and she just rips it apart because she is so forking strong and she kills the second Strider <gasps> Champion. And then she two roars levels. in triumph and then starts hauling the body back to feed her cub with. <laughs> oh, <nice. laughs> oh, they're eating good tonight. And I think we're going to leave it there for this episode because I think that's an excellent, disgusting moment of triumph that's to awesome. end on. Disgusting moment of triumph. Uh, Far Beyond the Stars is a Fantastic Worlds production. Thank you so much for listening to the show. Now I'm picturing the mama gained a level. It was just enough XP, so they're like a level one character. <laughs> And they, yes. they, they got solar claws. They, they, they take a solar class. They have like solar oh, claws. They learned. They learned it from me. 
I learned it from watching you. Watching you. <laughs> and I'm watching me. Uh, thank you so much for listening to the show. In the meantime, if you can't get enough of us, we also produce a second show, the Fantastic Worlds podcast, which is based on the Reign of Winter adventure path for Pathfinder 1E. It is an absolute blast, and we highly recommend checking yes. that out. We have a long backlog. So if you haven't listened oh, yeah. to us yet on that stream, go check it out. It's pretty fun. We also recommend connecting with our fantastic community on Discord and Reddit or following us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. You can find links to access all of those on our website at fantasticworldspod.com. If you'd like to support the pod, uh, please consider joining our Patreon by going to fantasticworlds.cash. We've got behind-the-scenes content for all of our shows. We have merch. We have a variety of fabulous things that you can get if you want to support us. Plus, we work really hard at this, and we'd really appreciate, you know, <laughs> money. Money, please. Money, uh, please. Money, please. Money, money now. Money me. <laughs> um, <laughs> if you don't have money uh, or don't want to give us money, we totally understand that, too. You can do other things that are nice for us if you'd like to support us by leaving us a review or five stars or, you know, telling friends and family about the show so that they can listen to it, too. I'm Abby, your galactic mistress, and you can find me at Bonanza Famine on Instagram or Twitter. I'm Heidi, uh, playing Chief Engineer Saren Caceres with the Dashko to the neck. Uh, you can find me on Twitter <laughs> at Vamahillion or on Discord at Heidelon, hashtag 5836. And this is Angel Keston Shilton Surge. Bzz, bzz, bzz. I can be found at Espinoza916. This is Jess, your critical king. You know, I'm going to let me tell you something crazy. I rolled another full attack and I got a 15 and a 20 again, a natural 20. And I, I was like, you know what? I'm going to close it, though. I don't care. I'll let go of this 20. I went and rolled again because I was like, when it gets to my turn, I want to be ready. And I, I rolled a 13 and a, a 20 again. So Hero wow. Lab loves me. Way to brag um, that Hero Lab favors <laughs> you. Nevi Rombadazzle loves me in real oh, life. Yeah. I'm starting to become genuinely religious in real life. Um, no. <laughs> Anyways, you can find me at Hank the Clank bragging about how many crits I get. <laughs> and making ritual sacrifices to Rombadazzle. Yeah. Because I know that's what you're doing. It's the only possible it, explanation. It's the only thing that makes sense. <laughs> uh Dustin, you haven't gone yet, Dustin. right? Nope. Oh, nope. Uh, this is your friendly neighborhood cowboy, Dustin at Dustin Alexander, who did not cry at all at today's session. Not one bit. <laughs> no, he did not. Uh, you can, uh, yeah. Anyway. <laughs> uh, we'll see you next time. Far beyond the stars. Pew. 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 Far Beyond the Stars is a Fantastic Worlds production and an officially licensed partner of Paizo Incorporated. The Starfinder Adventure Path Fly Free or Die is a trademark of Paizo. Copyright 2020. All Paizo content is used with permission.
Yes. You <laughs> you all I uh, have to get out of the gar I like going in and out of the carm headspace takes energy. <laughs> oh yep. You're like you're like so much of it. You're like, this is a character I regret post hangover. <laughs> Absolutely. Um I thought this was a really funny idea until just now. <laughs> oh i can't move my token by the way oh neither can friday oh do you want to be able to move your tokens (laughs) you gotta stay right abby (laughs) abby says you're staying right there bench you better get used to it (laughs) i don't think you should be allowed to move personally i think that's asking for quite a bit Wow, you want to move your character? Jeez, you needy. You want to you move your character? Really? I, <laughs> I guess. I'm picturing Miss Fanny learning the shape. And he, I don't know, maybe Saren comes into the kitchen and Miss Fanny's like looking like one of these, like chopping onions. <laughs> <laughs> like, hey there, Saren! <laughs> Okay, bye now. <laughs> Backs away slowly. <laughs> okay. Oh, yeah, we got to protect the fleshies amongst us, Saren. <laughs> yep. I'm sure they're going to have a hard time tasting you, too. <laughs> yeah, I wonder. I wonder about that because I don't think I'm specifically immune to stuff like that, but... Yeah, they just chunk your... Uh, your... <laughs> they chunk my crystals. They suck out your electricity. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I guess. They probably also find that disgusting. I guess I could activate my <laughs> necrograph and then I'll taste like rotten meat. Oh, <laughs> I guess God. It'd be shocking for them. 